<laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 God. Uh, oh, hey, guys. Welcome to the Big B United podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with my buddies, Colin and Dan, as always. How are you guys doing tonight? All right. Well, I've been better, but, you know. We've all been better. Yeah, I'm feeling great about this season. <laughs> feeling great about the season. Looking forward to the draft. We can start... You know, yeah. reading up on some college I mean, players. Dan and I were definitely joking about having a uh, <laughs> draft preview. A Trevor Lawrence special. this episode, but maybe we'll uh, do that <laughs> two or three games from now, depending on what goes on. Um, as always, guys, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please shoot us an email at BigBlueUnitedPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at BigBlueUnited. Um, you also can hit that subscribe button. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Google all now. Um, it's a lot of different places you can find us, guys. So, uh, you know, leave us a review. Uh, subscribe if you can. We appreciate it. So, guys, let's just get into immediately the, the biggest thing is that Saquon Barkley tore his ACL. is out for the year. Uh, I thought it was actually um, Gettleman's tweet this week. Oh, oh my yes. goodness. How could I, yes. how could I have yeah. forgotten Gettleman's burner account? Dan, Dan, share that with us. You? Yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of something that has, you know, per- just invaded all conversation and it's become ubiquitous. So I, I can see how you can look over it, but <laughs> yeah, this week on, on Gettleman's burner account, um, in light of the big Saquon news, uh, Gettleman tweeted at Mara at Tish. He says, I was put in this position of power and importance to make decisions for the people who so proudly hired me. The most important of which has long been considered to be the selection of the 2021 first pick of the first round. We have this obligation and without delay. <laughs> So we know Getty's ready for the draft. You know, it's on. This is all part of his, his plan, I'm assuming, right? Just to just to get top five picks for like four yeah, years just, in a row and, and just and, waste and them all. And not trade down at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Let's find out who like the best running back is in the NFL, <laughs> in, in the college football right now in this weird season and, and see where that goes. He, he's got the Getty goods, though. He doesn't. He yeah. doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. He, <laughs> does not, he has none of them. <laughs> all right, all right. So Saquon is down for the year. Um the Giants were really doing too much with the running game. We saw another continuation of that this week. How big is this for this team? It was really, really going anywhere. I mean, I know it's week two, but we're going to rush to judgment immediately because we're Giants fans, and that's what Giants fans do. Dan, how much of a loss for the Giants is this and this, what looks like a season that they might not be doing too much? Um, I mean, it's a huge loss if the Giants wanted to establish a running game um, because that's what running backs do, and he was the best one. So in that sense, it's a loss. Uh, we have no more exciting players really on the offense, unless you count Evan Ingram, because uh, <laughs> Sterling Shepard went down. Slayton is is, is great, I guess. Um, but to me, I, I I'm moving on, and I'm I'm looking towards what this can force the Giants into do and creatively, offensively, and maybe we can talk about that later. But um, you know, if, if they, if they, I think it all hinges on it. If they bring in an old washed up running back to fill a spot, or if they decide to go futuristic with it, like we, we sort of alluded to last week. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple guys out there. I know the giants brought in Devonta Freeman um, for a workout. He was also at the Eagles and didn't get a deal. He did not play well. The last time he was in the league, I think that had a lot to do. You know, people were viewing what his contract was as opposed to maybe the type of player he was. He wasn't living up to that contract. But if you bring him in on a, on a cheaper deal, maybe that is a guy that can, you know, run through the tackles a little bit. Um, Deion Lewis is not really that kind of guy. He's more of a receiver out the backfield. Um, I mean, Wayne Gallman's still on the team. He's a little bit shifty. We saw him have some success in those scrimmages. Colin, do you think the Giants should bring somebody in? What, what, what do you think about it? Well, I mean, I like the idea of staying in-house. Uh 
it's kind of like throw it to the wind at this point because who really cares how the season goes? See what you have. And someone like Javon Leak, who is a rookie, who flashed in the preseason, he looked pretty good. He looked fast, uh, even though his 40 doesn't show it, but he's, he's, uh, he's game fast, quote unquote. Um, I would like to see him. I mean, you got other people floating around out there who are, you wouldn't realize are on the waiver wire, but uh, I don't even know if they're going to bother looking at like the likes of Lamar Miller and Jeremy Hill and hope not yeah i mean what's that gonna do it's gonna you're gonna bring in a veteran into into the locker room and he's gonna have some sort of expectation that we're obviously not gonna meet because our offensive line is trash yeah well um, that's why the so young it's guy it's just gonna be yeah so let's bring in a guy that has something to prove and worst comes to worst this guy is a showcase for his career yeah um i don't want <laughs> mar miller or jeremy hill or any of these guys like they're not gonna. They're not gonna spur us to something this year. No, it just it just screams Ruben Drones to me. <laughs> oh, Payne Hillis dude. maybe rings a bell. Yeah, Ruben Drones was a huge signing for. Oh him. yeah. Oh, he was the best kickoff returner we've ever had. Oh. Let's get our slowest skill position player to return kickoffs for. <laughs> he was on my fantasy team that year too. I, I overreached for him too. Ooh, shame I, on you. I, listen, oh. I, I I was a bit more of a homer uh, back then than I am now. So now you're a hater. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, okay. We're all haters at this point, aren't we? (laughs) Whatever. So let's talk about the stinker the other night. Well, you know, maybe three quarters of stink and one quarter of of okay play. Um, Giants against the Bears, uh, 17-13. The Bears uh, obviously won. We know that. We we all watched the game, I hope. Um, So the Bears last year, they were pretty bad. 2018, they were in the NFC Championship, so it's not like they don't have the pieces still there. It was just, I don't know what... It, Trubisky really regressed last year. Um, he definitely looked a little better. This uh, looks better this year, specifically in the last five quarters um, of his play. You know, the Bears. One of the, the funnier statistics is for me is the Bears. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just talking to Mitch Trubisky, yeah. like he's like a legitimate quarterback. Well, hey, the Giants made him look like a legitimate quarterback. Oh, I'm what does saying, that mean? That's he true. He looked all right. You know, they were they were what two for eleven on on third down in, in the first game they played against Detroit, and then they had four conversions on third down in the first drive against the Giants so you know whether or not you want to say he's bad or good they were moving the ball yeah sure. um, can I tell you my, my number one observation of, of Mr. Biscuit well, absolutely is if you were to switch that helmet and put a cowboy helmet on he had had the same exact Tony Romo beady eyes staring right back at you in there it's, <laughs> it's the most insane uncanny resemblance I've ever seen he's got these little tiny black beady eyes just like Tony Romo oh, it's, it's super I, weird I, 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 yeah, except you're he's right. like you're right you're right he's like just not good though no. Tony Romo was good at least his I saw does some... not rival Daniel Jones also we should mention well there's nothing glistening on that body <laughs> oh god <laughs> then we're never gonna we're never gonna stop making this joke okay no 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 that's great well if you want to talk about Daniel Jones um I think he had his moments as he did in, in the first game of the year he had all of his weapons around. He did him. It for the first game of his career for you know one a cup of one coffee series <laughs> one series. We got to see what they could do all together. A couple three and outs and a uh... couple three and outs. Uh, tore ACL and Shepard uh, sprained his ankle or something similar to that. No, it's his toe. It's toe. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't pay enough attention to the injury report because I was too busy crying yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Daniel Jones. Okay. Uh, this we, we we have to mention the turnovers. So this was the first fumble of the year. Um, a strip, was it a strip sack from Khalil Mack, if, I, if yep. I'm not mistaken? Yep. yep. And yep. also the picks. They came out in the hurry up, right? They came out in the hurry up. They completed a pass, was it? Or or was it a run? Whatever. And then it was just 
And then it was next play. It was one play, actual play, second play, strip sack. That's how we started the so game. So can I Just can I tell you this? This is this is the stat here. So he's got four turnovers this year. In 15 starts, he's thrown 24 interceptions. He's fumbled 19 times. 12 fumbles lost. 36 turnovers in 15 starts. <laughs> oh, it's really 36. That's that's the information that I that I gathered today. But can you confirm that because that is an egregious I, number? I ripped that straight off <laughs> NFL.com. Okay, that's that's I'm not making that's just the numbers, man. So he's over two turnovers. Yeah. A game. So like th- this is starting to bring me like nightmares of Jameis Winston 2.0 on, on on the Giants. You know. But like an innovative way, though it's not interceptions. <laughs> I'm just saying. James Winston threw for five thousand yards, and he, he threw thirty picks, and he's he's like rel- he's like a veteran minimum backup on the Saints now. So oh. if you if if Daniel Jones can't learn to take care of the football, I don't see he has a future in the league. He's gonna have to work on that, and we know that. And he he apparently is working on it all off season. I mean, and you know we can't throw it all on him because. Well, no. what's the problem, though? Where is it coming from? Why is he having an issue with the fumbles, specifically? I think he is a young quarterback that has talent, but everything around him is falling apart, so he has constant pressure to create yeah. on his own. Yeah, I agree. And he's had yeah. little success here and there being able to create, extend plays, and the way our offense is set up right now, he, in order to ha- make a play happen, he has to do something special every time he touches the ball, and he's just not that and he should not be put in that situation. Another this game with problem. 40 passes. No. 40 passes thrown. That's Which is fine. I think you should pass a lot. How many passes did, um, what's his name on Cincinnati have this week? He passed the ball 60 times. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow threw the ball did 60 really? times. Like, wow. Yes. Jeez. Wow, they don't wow. have a running game either. Holy crap. Well, it is the Bengals. They have Joe Mixon. The, the, they, have a, they have a real running game uh, if, they, if they decide to use it, but that's the thing. Yeah. And, and th- that's what I sort of was mentioning before. The, the absence of Saquon may force this offense to get creative and try different things, like throwing the ball a lot more and not having a traditional, you know, establish the run offense. I mean, we're not we're not going to get anything out of the run game, can, so why don't we just... Can can Garrett do that? Because he always had a guy back there. No, he can't DeMarco Murray, no. even before Zeke, you know, they, had a, they always had a run game there. And, and one thing I want to mention about a young quarterback is the pl- play-action passing is really, like, what brings the quarterback confidence when they're young. And it yeah. makes the plays easy. And <laughs> there's no run game. Then there's no, there's no play-action pass. It just makes Jones' life so difficult with an already shaky offensive line. Um, actually, about the offensive line and, and running, uh, I was listening to uh, some recap this, this morning about this weekend. And apparently the Patriots came out with seven down offensive linemen uh, five times and converted four of those five times. And, you know, they have, like, a, a real football Short team. Short yardage? Getting creative and – oh, I don't know. I, th- I think it was – Those it are mostly cam for, runs, right? The, uh, was the fifth one cam Was the fifth and, one the last play of the game? Yeah. Yeah, the fifth yeah. one was the last one. But um, still, you know, other teams do it. Great teams do it. We have to get creative. This team isn't traditionally going to – I, hey, I like the extra tight end formations. I think it's good. And like we said last week, too, bring in that swing tackle. We haven't really seen that yet. We've seen extra tight ends. We haven't seen that extra swing tackle, and I love that. We used to do it back in the day, but haven't seen it so far this year. So, I don't know. Extra non-blocking tight ends. Yeah. Non-blocking tight ends. I mean, do we want to talk about the offensive line? I, I, I think that they looked a little better in the second half. There were some positive runs. I know Deion Lewis... Only average two yards a carry, uh, which is unfortunate. Of course, there's no run game. 
what did you guys think of the O-line, Colin? I, I think you have a worse opinion than I do. I thought they looked like they had a little more confidence in the second half. What were you thinking? Well, yes. The second half was definitely better, but it still comes down to the running. They can't do it, period. And that, that was, uh, in, in my notes, that should have been spe- uh, specified because it's the running. Like, how could you be that bad at run blocking? What, what is being not figured out? Is it a mental thing? Is it a purely physical or lack thereof of a physical a pass blocking is a different story so you know you don't have to be as much of a mauler to do it i get that but like is it a combination of everything i i I don't know i i just don't really understand it there's plenty of other offensive lines in the league that could kind of spring guys for first downs every once in a while and it doesn't look like it's even remotely possible for this team which is weird because usually guys tend to enjoy run blocking more on the offensive line. It's usually yeah. an easier thing to do than kind of dropping back and some of these it's super athletic thinking. guys. Yeah, these super athletic pass rushers coming at you with any number of moves that you have to be prepared for. So, it's, I mean, it's weird to me. I, I don't I, – <laughs> Gettleman, come on, man. Get it together. Get this line together. Oh, my goodness. And I don't, I don't think it's coaching either. I mean, like you got some good guys coaching this, this squad too. They might just be terrible. I mean, it's also a, a lot of new faces on a team that hardly practice. Like, no one can practice this year. Totally new coaching staff. So that's still in the background. Yeah. So, you know, I I, I want to be I, – I mean, I am disappointed. This has been the least fun football-watching yeah. experience I've had in a long time. Um, <laughs> Which is saying much. It's also, also what we've expected, right? Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> I was been mentally preparing for this all offseason. Um, but, yeah, it's, for me and my observations um, – I did think Andrews did fairly good against top tier rushing talent. Uh, I think Will Hernandez is not playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I sort of by the second half couldn't couldn't really take notes anymore and started drinking. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. I've got I've got some questions for you guys about the second half that maybe you can fill me in on. Later. Yeah, yeah. Um, like what happened to all the timeouts? Where they go? Oh, Judge. Uh, he, he likes to. Uh, he goes on sprees. It seems. <laughs> timeout timeout taking sprees they were they were timeout junkie yeah he loves them i mean <sighs> yeah i'll be real there were times when i definitely stopped paying attention so i don't know the answer to that question oh uh, well no they, they were gone out of nowhere you didn't even realize it they, the announcers were just like uh and there's no timeouts left and there was like five or six minutes left in the game and i'm yeah. like what the hell is going on right now he like asked the ref he's like can i burn two at the same time just, <laughs> you don't need this this is the extra I mean, I don't, I don't think it. I, don't, I think we, we kind of have a good opinion of Judge on this show, um, and I think, yeah. I think it's mostly this team lacking talent, really. It's it, and it, or a cohesive, you know, plan for what this team is going to be. It's built like a crazy person built it. it well, yeah, I, it, it's just it's just really interesting, and, and you know, when you have a rookie, I know we mentioned this in the last pod. You have a rookie QB on a on a, con, on a small contract. Saquon, even though he's not playing, has a small contract. Star QB. Uh, starting back and then you know Darius Slayton looks like he might be developing a normal receiver also in a rookie contract where is all this cap money where is all this cap money tied up I I, I, is, I just don't oh you know it's I know but why why is it that way uh well, I mean if we, we want there's some bright spots I mean we could talk about the, the pass rush yeah. is looking a lot better than it did yeah. last year yes for sure. and Carter looks like he's maybe gonna play the part of, of, of a guy that could be a premier pass rusher in the NFL, which I think the Giants have been missing since, you know, Strahan, Tuck, and Yuminura all left the team. 
to the point where he's he's starting and playing significantly more he, he than, 60, than Marcus Golden. 64 out of 65 snaps on uh, on Sunday. And the other position, Golden actually played the least amount of snaps of Zimenez, Fackrell. Which is bizarre. And, and Golden, yeah. Um, is Golden just a pass rush specialist? It, it looks like, like it. it. I mean, the Fackrell seems to be the other guy on the other side. He had a sack, which was a, which was a good play. B.J. Uh-huh. Hill had a sack. Um and then he did balling. Yeah, he did yeah. balling. Yeah, which is always good. Oh, you and you know that was it just go right to the heart there. Like you know that was like a stray hand shout out for yeah. sure. Yeah, but it was also right after Saquon got injured, so I could not feel good about it. It was, <laughs> it was like a really strange feeling. But, but I mean, like, I will say that that Carter sack was awesome though. The way he he he, he held off the offensive lineman with one arm and so kept would you would, down the would you guys believe me if I told you the Giants are tied for fourth in sacks and have allowed the fourth least passing yards through two games? No, no, I don't. You're, you're lying. I'm not lying. That is that is 100 percent true. So I think that we have to admit that the defense is improved, but we have to go back to something we've been stressing pod after pod after pod is that if the offense can't get them off the field and they're gassed, they're not going to play as well as they can. And I know Graham is doing like a good job with the schemes and bringing people in and out, but it's it's not enough for for the defense is, is having to go out there after these three and outs and these bad offensive drives. And some offensive drives ending in turnovers, it's not great. Yeah, I think I think it is sort of cool though that we we were higher on this defense than other people, like we mentioned last week. And uh, you know they're not they're not they're sort of proving us right. You know some of these guys we expected to play really well are Dexter Lawrence again graded out super well. Um, he's become a real problem in the middle of the line there. Um, and I th- I think that Graham is calling a really interesting sort of defense with a lot of those amoeba sets i hate it moving guys around <laughs> oh yeah i love it man i love I it hate I, the, if, if the, the the announcers were making fun of how badly they were executing it by calling it they should switch to the paramecium defense like, <laughs> it's not a good joke but they were right like that wasn't not working for them but the scheme is pretty cool if they're able to execute it and it it's consistent then it looks great but that's just like anything else i like the idea of trying to keep the offensive line guessing that's that's yeah. a, a benefit. I, I for like sure. the idea of keeping your three down linemen down because it's the best player, best uh, part of your defense. Oh, if there was points in that game where there were no down linemen, and that was confusing to me. There were only linebackers as the line. <laughs> what the I mean, hell yeah, is that all? You about? have four guys that can that can play linebacker, but I think you have three guys that should be playing on the defensive line every every play on defense. Or you know, obviously they're going to rotate in and out, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like Austin Johnson. Well, okay, let's talk. Who let's talk about that guy, please, because the second half. Where did he come that from? That was the. I have no idea who he is. I think they signed him. I, I think they signed <laughs> He's him. From Tennessee. They they signed him in the, the second quarter, I believe. I I, I, don't, <laughs> I I don't think I don't remember seeing his name ever. And that's when I heard his name, and then I saw what was going on in the field. It's like, oh, so they're the Bears are running the ball, and all the guys that we just talked about that are having great great starts of their year were not on the field and Graham was either they were gassed or someone was injured a little bit I there must be an explanation for it because it made no sense to me for that guy to be out there I don't know and it, it killed the game too it, it like it it kind of pushed things a certain way where it, it didn't the end of the game didn't have to be like that if we stopped the run in the third quarter I, I'm with you, but I think we, we've been saying a lot of negative things and haven't really been talking about the end of the game, which is something we should be mentioning, and that the Giants were one play away from winning this game. And yeah. we can't, you know, and Jones had, had had a good drive. They had some offensive, you know, momentum moving into the fourth quarter and in the second half. I think that had a lot to do with uh, what we said before about the offensive line playing better. Um, they were definitely 
looked like a little bit better play calling towards that, that, that part of the game. They didn't execute in the end, which whether or not Jones fault or who, whoever's fault it is, is play calling. You know, you have to, you have to look at that and, and at least think a little bit positively that there is maybe some momentum moving into the next game. Uh, what do you guys feel? Well, I, I, I don't know. The, the only thing that I felt towards the end there is that in teams in the, in the past, if it was a McAdoo team or a Shermer team, that game wouldn't have been 17-13 with a chance to win at the end. That would have been 42-10, to 10, <laughs> and it would have been just not even soul-crushing. I would have turned it off. I would have either t- took a nice little nap or I would have put something else on <laughs> if there was another game going. Uh, but they were still in it towards the end. And that, like, if I can, if if they can play for Judge like that, and they're still trying towards the end with a bad, talented team, then hey, that I'll take that as a win just in itself. Yeah, I agree with Colin. I I feel like that has to be a reflection on them buying into the the coaching staff and and what Judge is selling, because um, they played hard and they they made the most of what they have. The thing that's just frustrating is I have no idea where they go from here because. Yeah. Uh, the offense is struggling as is now losing uh, Saquon and, and not having Shepard out there right now. It's I, I, They're going to have to figure out some sort of identity and, and just push hard that way. But, um, yeah, you know, that's that's how much how much more could you ask from Judge in, in this season, the way everything is, to have the team f- play hard for you against a crappy Bears team and fight to win that. You know, they could have rolled over, and I, I think they, they stuck with it and tried to prove something there. Exactly. I mean, bear, crappy Bears are 2-0, and oh, and the Giants are 0-2, so. Oh, but you know what that, 2-0, and oh, in this year especially, what does that even mean? I mean, well, if we want to look forward, which I, I guess we should start doing. We're, we're, Let's look to the yeah, future. Yeah, we're playing, we're playing the Niners next week, and we want to bring in our, our, our good friend, AJ. Um, he lives out in California, been a Niners fan his whole life. AJ, what's up, dude? What's happening, fellas? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. So, yeah, let's talk about the Niners. Um, so, obviously, last game was really tough for them. They, they... Wait, can I ask AJ a yeah, question? Yeah, what's yeah, what's up? AJ, who, who's your favorite? Who's the most important player to you on the Niners right now, this, this roster? Well, you know, Nick Bosa <laughs> <laughs> is out for the year, but, my God, what a year he had last year. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year, he Big expectations for him having an yeah. excellent sophomore campaign. He's gone. Uh, Mostert, great player. Awesome. Not going to be playing this week, doesn't look like. I mean, he might, um, but probably not. So, yeah, not. <laughs> what about your quarterback? What's that? What about your quarterback? I. He's not looked great so far through the couple of games that he's played. He probably will not be playing um, against the Giants. He might. You know what? <laughs> Who is playing? Are you going to play? <laughs> no, no, no. But we, let's let's get this straight. Niners are winning this game. Let's get real. I, yeah. You know, if their bad luck continues, they may have to forfeit the game, not having enough players to be on the field by the end of it. I think short <laughs> of that, when, though, when was they're that in season good the shape. Niners like lost every quarterback and they like signed a guy that was like a circus clown like the no, week no, prior. Was- Cody Pickett had been a rodeo clown, yes. Cody Pickett. (laughs) Confirmed clown has started for the Niners in the past. Bring back Cody Pickett, man. That's what I want to see. I'm kind of happy to have Nick Mullins out there, to be honest with you. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo not looking great through the first couple of games. He looked skittish in the pocket. Uh, Any amount of pressure, and if you guys really have a a good uh, pass rush, 
he's looking for places to fall down after about two seconds if the ball is out of his hand. So if Jimmy G's out there, I think you're in better shape than if the backup is out there. Oh, wow. I mean, he might play. He just has like a high ankle sprain, which they've described as minor. So he, he could be in. I mean... He's always kind of more of a game. He were, you know, they were they went to the Super Bowl last year. He's like a game manager. He's like a he's like your Brad Johnson, Boo Boo Boo, and your uh, Trent Dilfers and whatnot to me. And I agree with you on that, Andy. Um, Nick Mullen, I don't know if he he's not as good as Jimmy Garoppolo, but I don't think he's gonna do anything. I think that whole offense is predicated on that the the run. And I know that um, Talvin Coleman and and Mostert won't be playing probably, but McKinnon is totally capable in my mind. And, TJ, and who else is, who else is the, a star offensive player for those 49ers, though? I, I think uh, George Kittle, right? Yeah. Is he playing? I don't think George Kittle. George Kittle may not play. He he might yeah. he might not. He's another guy who's. What about Debo Samuel? Nope. Is he playing? He's on IR, so he's not <laughs> eligible to play. Okay. <sighs> so there's like this is the whole second string. I have, string I have offense, the whole list here. So on defense, Bosa, Solomon, Thomas, Richard Sherman, definitely not playing, which is. Arguably your three best defensive players. And then D Ford might not play also, which is arguably your fourth best defensive player. Offense isn't uh, Mostert, Coleman, potentially not Kittle or Garoppolo. So that's a, that's a lot of guys. Um, and can I just mention one more thing? They're four-point favorites. This is so funny. So the, 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 the Niners were without or lost in that game. They're starting quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, two defensive ends, one defensive tackle, one cornerback, one center, one backup center, and they still beat the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what was the score? It was by a, quite a bit. Yeah, what was the score? They covered like 41 points or something? They <laughs> blew them bad. out. Bad. I don't remember the exact final score, but they blew them out. They were up 21 to 3 at the half, I think, and just didn't slow down, even though they lost all their starters. Still were <laughs> 31 to 13 was the end of that game. Jeez. Uh, let me. I want to backtrack just a little bit. Uh, TJ, can you go into depth? Uh, because I, I feel like the listeners might not know what this is. What is a boo-boo-bee-boo? <laughs> so what what we describe a boo-boo-bee-boo guy as is a, is a game manager and quarterback who wins the Super Bowl, and it's all predicated on the fact that the defense is really good. So you can look look to the 2000 Ravens to me is like the number one Trump Dilfer boo team of all time. Which was the best defense we may have ever seen, or one of the best defenses we may have ever seen in NFL history, with an offense that just sort of existed and had Jamal Lewis, who was, I think, you know, was that his two thousand yard season? If not, it was close. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, but you're you're, you're skipping over the fact that the actual term "boo boo bee boo" comes from the face that the quarterback oh. has. <laughs> Brad Johnson's, Brad Johnson's face when, they, when Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl. It's, it just looked like a boo-boo, bee-boo. Oh, boo-boo, bee-boo. <laughs> He's like a little baby. I don't yeah, know. I don't exactly. Know <laughs> but we've used that term, uh, you know, uh, far and wide since since that game. I mean, who who else could we fit in the category? I mean, you could even say Kerry Collins in the 2000 uh, Super Bowl was, oh, was also like that. I don't know. You could say a lot of things about Kerry Collins. I don't know if Boo Boo Bee Boo. I don't know. He's, I know. All I know is he was riding that Coors Light train a couple too many times. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, oh man. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, so back to uh, the preview. Yeah. So the Niners guys. Well, do do the Giants have a shot since uh, of all these since all these injuries? I mean, I think Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa not playing is probably like the, a, a huge thing considering how the offensive line needs a lot of work. Do you guys think the Giants can win this game? I, can we attempt to be positive, Dan? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I I, I think they can. I mean, 
dude, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss to be honest. I, I can keep shouting out the same players, hoping they step up. Like if Evan Ingram looked like he took some strides in the second half. If they continue to throw the ball a lot, I think if they can get get in the hands of Ingram and Golden Tate and Slayton and just throw like crazy, you know, there might be opportunity there. Um, I don't know that we can establish a running game no matter what we want to do based on what I've seen so far, especially without our all-world running back. So my inclination is to pivot and, and just try to be a, a high-octane, quick-passing offense. Um, and, I, I, you know, hopefully we can see something like that. I think that would be our, our closest chance to compete against a team, though they're depleted, um, that is very well coached and has a tradition of winning these, these past few years um, in the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, and I and I want to I wanted to say this before, but I think Mike Shanahan invented this zone run blocking scheme that his son Kyle has implemented so well that it doesn't matter if playing running back on for the 49ers, yeah. they're gonna have a running game. Um, and the Giants are what they're 24th best in the league at stopping the run. So I think that's really where the game's gonna be uh, decided is in, is in the in the trenches and in the in trying to stop the 49ers run game. AJ, how did how did McKinnon look? so far this year he looks pretty good um he's excellent receiver out of the backfield they like to kind of move him around a little bit um, i think that that's part of kyle shanahan's advantage it, with a quarterback who doesn't like to throw the ball deep in garoppolo and likes to get out of his hand quickly uncomfortable in the pocket likes to move the running back around short passes um, they've had you know to start the game they've had two long touchdown almost runs extended handoffs through short passes to the running back and I think that that's something you guys will need to watch out for um you know if you can just McKinnon is our only good player who's going to be out there if you can keep an eye on McKinnon I think you'll be all right who's who's catching balls for them without Kittle and Debo oh well well, who's that rookie it's like Ayuk Brandon Ayuk uh just Played his first game. He didn't do much, um, but maybe he'll do more this game. We also signed Mohamed Sanu, who did absolutely nothing uh, last oh, week. Oh, I didn't see that. To be the other wide receiver out there, just because we that could be a good signing for you guys. He's been a solid number two on Atlanta for a long time, even though he didn't really mesh with the Patriots. He could he could have a bounce back year for sure. So Kyle Shanahan has familiarity with him from Atlanta, so exactly. maybe that'll yeah. that'll develop into something. But he had no targets, no receptions um, this previous week. Yeah, I mean, AJ, what do you think? How how did the Giants win this game, and how did the, the 49ers lose this game? <laughs> let us know. Let, let us Giants fans know the secret here. It's all short passing, so as long as you can kind of <laughs> keep, keep them in front of you, um, a lot of things go through the running back, so just keep an eye on McKinnon, really. And if you generate a pass rush, which sounds like you guys can, that'll get it done. I think Blake Martinez is going to be real key yeah. in this game based on what you just said. Colin, you have, an, you have a thought on that? I just had this this feeling that it, it's almost like this could be very freeing for Garrett because because we're so bad and like he has to do anything possible to try to get yardage, he can kind of free freewheel it a little bit. Do some weird stuff. I mean, we saw the jet sweep to uh, – um, Shepard, Shepard, which was you know that's typical, but do more stuff like that. Do weird stuff. I mean, surprise us fans for once. I mean, what else you got? Since the running game isn't working, you might as well try to get the ball in people's hands in different ways. So I, I, I'm looking to see him do some creative things this weekend. Let's hope yeah. so. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, guys. Scores. What do you think, Dan? 
Who? Um, I haven't given this any thought, but I think if Mullins is playing quarterback uh, against the Giants' defense, they're going to definitely put up over twenty points. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say twenty-eight to twenty-one. 49ers. All right. Colin? Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of ineptitude on on both sides of the offense, uh, both teams, rather. I think it'll be a lower-scoring game. Um, Giants somehow figure out a way to win, and it's 17-14. AJ, what what do you think? Fun at all to watch. What? Fun at all? Oh, no, no, no. Fun at all to watch? Oh, no, no, no. No, there'll there'll be nothing fun. Definitely nothing fun. It's going to be the least fun football game of the entire weekend that I watch. But, AJ, what's your your final score? 24-13 Niners. 24-13 Niners, guys. I'm going to go 21-14 Giants because I am an idiot. (laughs) 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 Uh, What else in week two, guys? You, You see anything fun? I mean, there's injuries abound um i think we probably saw this coming considering there was no really no off season no conditioning colin i know you you are really dying to talk about metlife stadium turf right now oh no actually i was gonna go <laughs> elsewhere but oh, can okay. we can we can we circle back to that we will we will okay i i, I just wanted to say it was it was very entertaining to watch um the chargers and the chiefs i don't know if you saw any of that I game i wanted to watch that game because i, I you know, it was what the Chiefs won in overtime, and it was like tied twenty twenty, and Justin yeah. Herbert was starting. That was cool. Yeah. Was, so, uh, for whatever reason, Tyrod Taylor's uh, he had a sternum issue. Literally, what it, oh, fu- what it was like, is he got an injection in his ribs before the game, and he had like a bad reaction to it. Ooh. Oh, which is that's interesting. weird. Yeah. Okay, so literally five seconds before kickoff, Justin Herbert's told he's starting, and. Uh, let me just say, and I've I've texted this to some of you <laughs> earlier. I, I I did not know Pigpen was starting for the Los Angeles Chargers. Boy, he does not look like a cleanly man. But you know what? Whatever. Maybe he's just still in his college mode, and he just doesn't like bathing or whatever. I don't know. What he it looked is. like the greasy kid from middle school. Absolutely. All I know is if I'm an NFL quarterback, and especially I'm playing in LA, I'm gonna be very well dressed and clean all the time because there's a lot of opportunities out there for a young man like that in Los Angeles. What, what kind, kind of, of opportunities? opportunities? <laughs> you know, there's just a lot, of, a lot of opportunities to meet a lot of different people. Oh, nice okay. folks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Business all. contacts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, you know, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Things things of that nature. <laughs> uh oh, but with the turf. Yes, the turf. Uh Yeah, Angie, I, Andy, what do you think? Do you think the 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 turf had something to do with it or uh, all the injuries that the Niners had? Eric Armstead certainly did. He called it mm. trash on Twitter. Um some of the Niners <laughs> were like, "Yeah, it was not great." Other guys said, "Who cares? You know, it's turf. It's fine." Apparently it was a little thicker, hasn't been beaten down it enough yet or something, but I don't I think it's new. I don't know. There yeah, were a lot of Jets injured as well. Yeah. They're playing there again next weekend, so I hope I hope they get the issue resolved. So wait, did the Niners fly home? Like in no, no, they're games? staying they're out staying? here. West that's, Virginia. That's nice of the NFL to do the scheduling like that. They're hanging out in West Virginia and practicing there. Their plane was also hit yes. on the runway. <laughs> They've had what? Know, they're all going to get struck by lightning, and you guys are going to win in a forfeit. I think it's just been crazy <laughs> what's been going on. Ruin our yeah, draft position. They had to position. like drive an hour north to a different airport as well when they left San Francisco, I believe, right? They, they have all sorts of problems, and then their their MRI machine wasn't working in West Virginia. That's why there aren't updates on a lot of these knee oh, injuries wow. that have been suffered oh, yeah. by 
members of our team because they don't know. They MRI'd them and the machine didn't work, so they don't know what's going on with the injuries. Oh, everything's Jeez. fine. Everything's, <laughs> everything's fine. fine. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dan, did you watch any games you liked this weekend or have any thoughts? Um, My, my brain sort of erased after this Giants game. <laughs> not, not because of drinking, just because I was so fed up with it all. I watched the Lakers. Uh, and they're going to win me some money in a legal bet I placed last year. Um, I don't legal, know legal or illegal? Legal, legal. I'm in New Jersey, oh, okay. baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything goes. I thought sports betting was legal in all of the U.S. now. I don't know. Yeah, I just know about me. I mean, um, did anyone notice Jason Garrett's little reading glasses he wears now? He is the, a the tip of a, his nose. He's he's a grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just like Jason Garrett because at least he wears the mask the whole time. Does he? So many coaches that take it that don't wear the mask the whole time. Oh, oh, but, but I mean, it, it's a little weird that they make the players wear a mask at the, the coin toss, and then when the game starts, they don't not care at all anymore. I guess some of it's just for show, obviously. But um, I mean, I watched that uh, Seahawks Patriots game on Sunday yeah. night, which was awesome. And you want to talk about a fun football game to watch? Yeah. That was amazing. Russell Wilson is so good. Do you guys remember when there was like trade rumors that he was coming to the Giants? Oh my no. god, dude! No, I don't. I don't. I, I think I blocked that out because I knew it wasn't possible. Also, that, those were the... also unfounded. They were definitely not. Yeah, true. I know. It's all. It's, it was all just conjecture to get him a better yeah. deal. Um, and also, Cam Newton, hundred percent back. By the way, yeah. he, his the... pocket presence is unbelievable. Did you see him ducking and diving out of the way of those sacks? It was crazy. I love. He's it. a great athlete. He's a and a mountain of men. And the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl, and it's going to be the perfect ending to those awful, awful year. Do you, Do you guys want to hear a short list of quarterbacks that? Um, or getting paid more than Cam Newton yes, this year? Yes, 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 please. Give it to us. Matt Schwab, oh. RG3, our our own Colt wait, wait. McCoy. Matt Schwab is in the league? Yes, yes, he is. Still, he's a backup on Atlanta again. He's back. <laughs> he's also 95 years old. Yep. Anyway, RG3, Colt McCoy, Andy Dalton, Case Keenum, and Marcus Mariota all make more money than Cam Newton. <laughs> well, but he chose oh, that kind of deal, God. didn't he? Because he wanted to go there. I saw an interview there where there was like 31 teams decided not to sign me and I'm going to make them pay for it. And I was like, that's a good mentality to have, man. Sure. Dude. GMs are. I, I hate, I hate to say this, but I, I didn't, you know, when they bring, bring out like, or they show the, the new uniforms for the year, whoever's changing them. I don't think anything of the Patriots uniforms. I, I like that away uniform and I hate saying it. They looked crisp. That They're way better. Is, yeah. I the mean, old uniforms were the worst uniforms in the NFL for 20 years. Yeah. Those like, things were so worse lovely. than those orange, those creamsicle uh, old ones they used to have oh, or whatever I take the Tampa Bay creamsicles over. The, oh, over I love the Patriots. The Patriots had the same thing, didn't they? Creamsicle? Yeah, a little. They had the, uh, when the I don't know, TJ. just like a, a Patriot hiking the ball on their helmet. Like, oh, I, Pat Patriot. TJ, why don't you tell us a little bit about your childhood memories as a, as a Patriot fan? I have, more. I, I, I have no idea what you're referring to. When you're, uh, you know, a devout Patriot fan for I, your, <laughs> most of your life. Well, okay, let me let me soften the blow a little bit. I, I may have owned a Patriot jersey at some point, you too. You did. How, I did, but however, it was a former Giant. Dave it was It was yeah, Dave, Dave Meggett. Jersey. Yeah. Who, we, we, we will not talk about where Dave Meggett is at this present time, because it's not in a good place. Um, but the jersey was sweet, and you had one too, TJ. I, had, I was – listen, I was definitely a Drew Bledsoe fan. I think at that time I wasn't really into football that much. I was just – you know, they were they played the Packers in the Super Bowl that year and lost, and I didn't that's want true. to be a front runner. 96. It was that's 96. Why, and that's why I bought that jersey. 
That's Fair when enough. they had like that soccer style jersey. It was really weird, right? It had like oh, that the, the, the numbers panels. went like sideways or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very bright blue. If I remember. Well, anyway. All right. Well, AJ, any anything week two you saw that you liked, man? Any any any, any notes? Any concerns? Uh, concerns for the Niners are all of our good players are hurt. Um, <laughs> can't, right, yeah, yeah, can't yeah. speak to the the Giants. I'll tell you though, the best jersey I own. Just real quick. Oh. Well, Klein Sasser, that you guys got. Oh, yeah. And I appreciate oh, yeah. that, and oh, I yeah. love it, and I cherish it. <laughs> Jim Klein Sasser was a fullback for the Vikings um, that I think when we were all in college together, uh, he was on AJ, every Madden team AJ ever had, uh, and we and Colin and I bought him a, a Klein Sasser jersey for well, maybe for your birthday a couple years ago and just had it shipped to your house with no – there's no note or anything. You just got a Klein Sasser jersey <laughs> just on your doorstep. If, if I remember we did that right. Colin delivered it, right. delivered it personally. Oh, he well, did. Oh, I mean, never mind. Okay, okay. Forgot. But we well, we did buy it together, TJ, and it yes. must have been about 3 in the morning when we decided yeah, we, to do we, it. Yeah, we had a long night out and then, <laughs> then made, made the best purchase of our lives a few, uh, a few minutes later. <laughs> That's sweet, guys. Oh, God. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us tonight on the Big Bull United podcast. Um, please, again, subscribe, uh, write us for review, send us an email to United at, at gmail.com, and please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and have a good night. And, and thank Andy for coming on as well. Oh, my goodness. How dare I? Andy, thanks for joining us and giving us a little insight in the Niners as well, man. You are absolutely welcome. It was a pleasure, boys. Thanks, AJ. Have a good night. Good night, guys.